Episode 10 welcomes you with open arms and sincere thanks. 10 interviews in and the calibre of people in the Illawarra who have been involved in our game is high and I hope this comes across in the podcast. There are some great interviews coming so please keep downloading. The interviewee in this episode came from working class coal mining stock in Scotland. With hard work and talent He made it to the top tier of Scottish football in the 1960s, playing against the big two, Celtic and Rangers. Hugh Tinney, after six seasons with Partick Thistle, was then transferred to Bury FC. In the seven seasons he was at Bury, he captained the club and represented his country. He then came out with his family to Australia in the mid-1970s, where he ended up playing slash coaching soccer in the Illawarra, for approximately a decade and he created a new life here in the Illawarra with his family. Hugh was a joy to interview and answered all questions asked. Hugh's passion for the game gave a lot to the Illawarra and he has definitely left a positive mark on our game. Welcome everybody to the Football United vs Soccer City podcast. I'm here in the beautiful surrounds of Kiama with Hugh Tinney. Hugh, thank you and welcome no worries, to the you. podcast and, and uh, many thanks to you, yourself and your wife for having me here. Okay. Hugh, uh, you were born in Scotland. Yep. Um, before we get out and talk about your, uh, your Australian career and what you did out here, especially in Illawarra, soccer um do you want to talk a bit about um where you grew up and um how you started playing football yeah well we grew up in a small mining village which was um halfway between glasgow and edinburgh um we had football daft it was the only thing we knew we played until late at night darkness anything then you start playing soccer at schools and until the, the, the last year at primary and um from then on, we went to high school, and it became the the, 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 the norm. Um, we won the, the, when I was 17. We won the Scottish Cup, you know, for uh, for the, the schools, the senior secondary schools, and that game was played at um, Ferrol, which is part of Thistle's ground. So that was uh, with St Mary's, your, St. Mary's, your school. Yeah, St Mary's. Yeah. And Bas- so there was Basket. all the all the schools in Scotland. Yep. apply to play for this yep. this Scottish Schools yeah. Cup and, and, and your school won it. Yeah, it was, uh, as I said, it was a, a director's only ambition that he had was to win this cup and he was <laughs> the most delighted when we did it. From there, it, um, the next night, uh, a, a scout from Partick was come to my house, you know, the, the, the local scout. Yep. And that I signed for Partick the, the, the day after. With, with, and so we're in um, Glasgow here? No, yeah. No, it's a Harbour Hartill. We lived in Hartill, but he came, he, he, he he came co- out covered there. the area and come out to Hartill, and I signed a contract with Partick to solve that, that next night. So you were 17? 17. And um, up until then, like you said, you were, you were playing football regularly. Yep. Um, did you have any ambitions of, of playing in the Scottish league well, well, system, every, or not yeah, really? Yeah, everybody wanted. Every kid's ambition was to play. There was there was thousands of kids who were good soccer players, but never made it. You yep. know, and it was just a fortunately for me that that date, um, that that's um, final, 
I was picked up, you know, and that's, that was the start. But it was always my ambition to be a footballer. And I think it was every the same, every kid was the same. And when, um, you know, you're 17, um, you've just won the Scottish School Schools Cup and you must have been pretty proud of that and I guess pretty excited with uh, your school friends. But mm. um, it must have been more exciting to have a scout turn up to your house well, where was, you were living you know, and, and, and offer a contract at 17 years old. Yeah. But three pounds a week, <laughs> <laughs> which was a fair bit of money in those days for a 17-year-old, Wendy. You know, but um, that's, that was the, the contract. <laughs> and what did your uh, parents think of well, when they, this scout turned up? Well, because was it, un- it was unannounced? Unannounced, yeah. They didn't even know anything about it. They just come up and, you know, and then dropped the door and that was them, you know. Uh, my parents, well, they, they'd come and watch me all, all over the place, you know, yep. when we were, we were playing soccer, so... They were delighted. So they were very supportive and yeah. and thought, well, this is a great opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So what did that mean, signing that contract, that you had to move closer to the club? And no. No? No. I tra- travelled to Glasgow. It was, it was, it was about 20, 20 miles, 21 miles to, to Glasgow yep. from where the village. So it was a, it was a part-time, part-time thing. Well, yep. I travelled um, twice a week, Tuesday and Thursdays. Yep. Uh, just shortly after that, I'd be, I got a job in, uh, with an income tax officer. I was an income tax officer in Motherwell, yep. which cut the journey half. Motherwell was between Glasgow and Hartill, so I was travelled from Motherwell into training twice a week. Okay, so you then sort of, within six to 12 months, you're um, not at school, you've got a job at the Inland Revenue, mm-hmm. and you're sort of an apprenticeship yep. f- footballer. Yep. So... Um, yeah, it must have been a, a whirlwind in, in your mind. Well, it was. It was uh, happened so quickly, but that's that's relief, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it is. These things happen like that. And, um, from there, um, we, we play, I played in the Partick um, um, Reserve grade. I was worked, you've got to work your way through. And one, one day at Edinburgh, we were playing the Hibs, and um, the left-back on the warm-up before the, 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 the game injured himself. Okay. Yeah, I was a, I was a, I was a forward who scored, a, you know, quite a number of goals, and that was my my, my thing. Way. But for some reason, Adam McLean, the manager, he, he, he put me back to left fullback, and take a go, and I had a had a blight. and that was the start. You know, it, I, was, I went from a, 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 score, a scoring forward to a fullback and overnight. So you didn't mind that positional change? No, where because you played? I, st- I still played my own, my own game. I mean, in this event, it was natural. And that party, what Wally thought and the manager, when I did progress, he never tried to curtail it. I still kept my overlapping uh, runs, overlapping runs, and all that joining in, and joining in, and it's, it was the very few fullbacks in Scotland in them days did something like that, and um, this is what the people, the supporters, could see it. And you, you just let me go what different I want. So, but one end you were defending, the next minute I was taking on the forwards and beating them and, and trying to score a goal. So it was just new, just new, you know. And the supporters, I don't think they could believe that this was happening like for a young kid like me, you know. The to give people a sense that um, probably aren't aficionados with Scottish football, mm-hmm. tell tell uh, uh, myself and the listeners a bit more about um, uh, Partick. Um, I think their nickname's the Jags. That's correct. Um, yeah. They play at Fur Hill. They play at Fur Hill. So, um, what was uh, when you started playing for them? They were in the the top division. Yep. Um, give everyone a bit of a sense about the club and 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 the teams that you were playing against and yeah. sort of the crowds and whatnot? 
Well, the, the, the thing was, which it always has been, and more or less, say for year after year, Celtic and Rangers were the two the two clubs. You know, your teams like your Hibs and your Hearts and 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 Partick were playing for right third place, or you know, if, if you could possibly get us real third and fourth and things like that. And um, but they were the two main clubs, you know. And um, when I when I actually got picked to play in the first Partick game, I mean. The average age of the, the defence would probably have been about 30 something. And here, here I, I, I arrived as an 18 year old and nearly 19, and, and I was in the first grade, so I brought the average age around about <laughs> probably 10 years. <laughs> so that was, a, that was the sort of setup. We had our next Rangers manager, Wally Thornton, who was a big star with Rangers. He, 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 run the, he was a manager of the club. And um, we were part-time. I was always part-time at that particular point because my dad had always said, keep your job, job just in case. And that was a good advice at that particular time. I always wanted to go full-time. And um, so we, we just went along. I, 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 during that period, they'd come along with the under-23s. I got picked to go to France with under-23s. I didn't play. I was I was in the party. And this is the, the national team, the, the national Scottish team. national under-23s? Yeah, yep. that was the first game. I, I wasn't in that. Um, I, I didn't play in France. I was a sub. And was this a, a season or two into your yep. career at party? Yeah. And then from there, I went to... Um, I got another couple of... Um, under-23s um, on the 1966-67 season. Just before I went to Bury, I was um, uh, picked again. We played. We played England at uh, St James's Park, and we beat them three-one. Newcastle's ground, yeah. yeah. They had a star-studded side. They were, they were Tommy Smith, you know, you, you Pop Robson. You, you could name every one of them. Uh, Ridge, they were Tottenham fullback. They were star-studded side. We went down there and beat them three-one. And um, it was and we, we played Wales as well before that and beat them six-nil in the under-23s. Um, people like Eddie Gray had come into the side, lovely player, great player, you know. And um, so after that game at St James's Park, um, I was at training at Firhill, and um, didn't know long after that. And then next minute, the Thornton asked me to come in into the boardroom, and that's when the, the people from Bury were, they were there. I had no, no inclination, no nothing. I was training one minute, and I was in the boardroom the next, the next minute. So. In terms of your Scottish career before you went to Bury, um, what are your, your sort of vivid memories that sort of stick in your mind in terms of a, a game where a big game that you got to play, maybe against Celtic or Rangers or a, a cup game, or was there something that sort of stuck in your memory still where you had a run of games or a season where you enjoyed it the most? Well, the, the thing was that, that, that when you played Celtic and Rangers, you were playing against the, the, the top wingers and. and in Scotland, you know, Jimmy Johnson, David Wilson, you know, I mean, these were house, Wally Henderson, they were household names, yep. you know, and for some, you know, some reason, I, I always used to do well against them, you know, and um, and I think that's what was the, the, the highlight of these things, playing playing against these players. I mean, the, the, the other size in the competition, it wasn't as, they had some decent wingers, but yep. not the same category as what, I mean, these boys have been playing internationally, they've been playing in, in Europe and everything, Celtic, where, you know, they were, you were in the European Cup one, you know what yep. I mean? Like, you know, so, I mean, that was the type of thing that kept you going. Uh, the biggest drawback was probably that you were part-time. You know, you know then you're, you, 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 your fitness and, and, and that would, would have been much better if you'd have been a full-time, but, but it wasn't me. 
but like you said, it was great advice from your dad to say, hey, yeah, yeah. keep your job, and then that's got it, and yeah. then that'll keep you in good stead yeah. for the rest of your life. Because yeah. I guess sporting careers can stop at any moment. Well, they don't. You don't, and, and you probably do. saw it amongst different team members. Yeah, and I those those teams, I mean, you left the game, you were you weren't going out with a fortune. You know, it was, it was a, just the fact that you had played and. That was your memories. Was probably I mean, a pittance compared to today's money. Pittance, yeah, you know. With um, with Partick, um, I read an article um, on the internet that um, the time when you sort of broke into the first team, um, I think the uh, other players, uh, bear with me here, the other player's name, um, you took a, a player who was quite a... A fan's favourite, Sandy Brown. Yeah, he, he he got transferred to Everton at the time, and That's then correct. and then you're coming into a sort of fan's favourite, mm-hmm. who was a good player, and then there was a bit of, I guess, not controversy, but they didn't want to lose a good player. You've come in and you've had to not just prove yourself in terms of being a footballer and to the manager. But you've got to prove yourself to the fans, that's so yeah. that's a challenge in itself, yeah. isn't it? I think as I see that help because I was uh, I was an attacking fullback, and you know, and Sandy would have been a different type of person. He was a more nuggety, type, you know, hard core fullback, you know, and and good that he's good at his game. But um, to say that the people when I come in, I was, I was entirely different. I wasn't one of these ones that just lay back there looking after a, a right winger. I was involved at the other end as well and I think that's what um, won the hearts of the supporters you know and um, I got a really good relationship with the, the party the official supporters and uh, I tell you what, I loved it you know it was great and their um, their ground what was its capacity um, uh, oh, probably it was probably about I don't, I, offhand I'm not quite sure probably 30 or 40,000 or something like that you know yep. We, we we played second fiddle to the likes of the Rangers yep. and, and, and Celtic and because and, um, it was Clyde there as well. There was other teams in, in Glasgow. We, we, we didn't get huge crowds. We got thousands, but no, in the low the low thousands. It mm. wasn't it was never never big yet. Went until Rangers and Celtic played. Yep. Then the place was full, like, you know. <laughs> so, but funny enough, the, the when the Rangers were playing, say in Aberdeen or Dundee, and places like that, a lot of their supporters came to party. Came there. To watch, to watch us when we were playing at home. And I thought, you know, just to see a game. And that's what they did. Obviously, they wouldn't go and watch Celtic. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. But they came here and watched that, that's all. And it was, it was, that was ongoing year after year. So that could give us a bit more support as well, like, you know. And I think that still happens. Um, I'm Probably an Oldham Athletic supporter and sometimes you get some uh, Man City or Man yeah. United fans yeah. when they're not at home or you can't get in. So you, you said, um, I think um, you played there from 61 to the 66, yeah. 67 season. Yeah. So you, you're at training, like you said. Yeah. Um, you've got no idea that this is coming. No. You get called into the boardroom. Yeah. Walking to the boardroom, what were you thinking? Yeah, well, I was, <laughs> what's happening, you know? <laughs> and, and then they, they, they explained who they were. Thornton had said that um, they'd agreed a transfer. And um, what, what did I think? And I thought... No, so my first question was, where's Burry? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, we, we didn't travel long way, long journeys in those yep. days, you know. We were pretty parochial. And it's near Manchester. And I said, uh, Manchester, right? I mean, he was in the north, north or yeah. sort of north England somewhere, like, you know, but that was about as much. And um, but I had no clue where Burry was, but apparently it was up 
it was only a few miles from Manchester, you know, and that was it. So they offered me the, the contract and to somebody who was making seven pounds or eight pounds a week as a tax officer, I ended up getting about I think it was about two and a half thousand pounds, which was the my cut of the transfer, so I <laughs> signed the form. Not so, at that point in time, are you are you single at that point no, in time? No, I'm married with one with, with, with uh, one one child. So really, it's uh, at that point in time. Did you have time to think, or you had to make a decision make then? Make a and decision there. there and then, you know. And I made a decision. So when I come home, I said to Anne, "We're, <laughs> we're going to Bury," and the first question was, "Where's Bury?" And I said, "It's near Manchester." <laughs> Where's Manchester? <laughs> and that was the type of thing, like you know, and. Um, and the first, the first thing she said is, I'm not going. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I said, we'll have to go because of, I've signed the contract, you know. So does that mean you went full-time when yeah, you were at Berry? That's and, um, and that cut of the transfer fee um, sort of made a real impact on, on your, your family life, financially, you like it? it. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were living there, you know, with that um, East Cobride at the time. We'd, we'd moved to there because... The, the, the main tax office um, have centralised, but were centralising the, the the whole of Scotland, the East operations, yeah. East Coast is near Glasgow, and um, they gave us a, a brand new house in lieu of um, you know before we started. I never actually worked at East Coast because um, I trans- was transferred before that. But we, we, the good thing about it was they gave us a, a brand new house, and that's where we were living at that particular time. Like you know, with with Kevin, as a, he was only a baby. Yep. And um, so it was easy. To, it was easy as well to get to training from East Cumbria into Glasgow and things like that, which made it easier, you know, at that particular time. So, what is the? Um, and even though it's not football, um, you know, it must have been hard. That okay, I've got to go to an outer suburb of Manchester. So, did the club help you guys find a place? No, the the, the buddy had their own own houses. Okay. Yeah, they had um, um, the, the houses, um, t- two or three houses in in Bury, which um, the detached bungalows and semi-detached bungalows. Yep. That they they actually owned, and they gave us a detached bungalow. Okay. Um, so it was just a matter of um, Anne arranging the furniture to come down, and I was already there. Yep. And the furniture was sent down. She travelled down by train, and the Bury arranged. I went with, with the Bury rep to yep. pick her up, and we come straight into the house. Yeah, it was it was well, overnight we stayed in where I was stay, living with this um, lady in, in Bury, and we moved into the house more or less the next day because the furniture was was coming down. So that's a, <coughs> a pretty good transition. And, and in terms of your inland revenue, you just mm. resigned at that resigned. point in time, right. and then they were they sort of understood in a sense. Or? Well, they weren't happy about it, but you know, it just it was it was an it opportunity was, you had to take. Well, it's, it was it was in a case you couldn't give them two weeks' notice. I was just <laughs> gone. So that was it. So we just went and we left, and um, so that was that was a transition to Bury, and in Bury that but the, the, the season, the first season I was at Bury, um, they were a second division. Yep. They were trying to buy their way out, of getting saved. Um, unfortunately, it didn't happen. But during that time, this is when the, the Scotland were doing a world tour. Okay. And um, I, I got word just before the last game that um, I was picked to go on this world tour. And um, that, that took and um, went to Israel, Hong Kong, Australia, yep. New Zealand, and Canada. 
It was a, a th- he did, you know, monthly, monthly. And this is too. the full national team here. We're not, yeah, this, we're not this, talking under twenty threes here. No, this this was well, it was a Scottish Scottish thing. We there were players playing playing and 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 uh, European cup ties and things yep. like that. But this this was was picked, you know, yep. we cut what was left, you know. Probably Tommy Gemmel would have been playing playing instead of me or something like that, like you know. But um, but um, they were um, European. I think it was European cup cup games on. And uh, anyway, I was picked to go with so this what, squad. So, what did you think when, um, I guess, this is near the the transfer from Party to to mm, Berry? You yeah. must have been pretty excited about that. That oh, for sure. You're now a full time, like you said, you mm. wanted to be a full time footballer. You now are, and now you're part of the the national team mm-hmm. to tour various countries. It must have been an exciting time oh, it was. in your it mind. Was. Look, I wouldn't, couldn't you believe it, you know? And um, it was, it was, again, the news was just um, broken to me by the the, by the body manager. You've got for a phone call, you know. You've got to ring, you know, get in touch with the, the, the Scottish people and, and the Scottish um, representatives, and I couldn't you believe it. So, and went back home to to our relatives and stayed there. Support for, network, yeah. Well, well, I, well, I went went off, and thirty days later, we forward as a month later, we we done the tour and. And the problem is, I was, I was never one for flying. I was a bit in those days. I was very, very fine flying. <laughs> so I learned very quickly, you know, to, to go over that, you know, because we just travelled all over the place, like you know. But it was a wonderful thing, you know. And the team, the people that you were picked to go with as well. These are all, all stars. These boys, you know what I mean, like you know. You had played against some of them, obviously. I played against some, and now you know, you now you're. Mm-hmm. I guess sleeping in the same room that's as right. one or two yeah. of them, and then and then training and playing. So, that's, how that's did you good. find that experience? Well, I just took it just took it as, a, as normal, you know. I mean, I was a professional footballer, so were they. They, 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 yep. they were they were probably more household names than what I was, but um, you know, that's, it was just a, it was a game, you know, and that was you had to it was your job. And what about um, yourself personally, and and even your your family? Like even the under twenty threes would have been just. Well, you know, I've never re- represented my country. It would have been an immense sense of pride oh, for yourself and your family, and now the full national squad mm-hmm. to pull on that shirt. It must well, have that's, been that's, a that's wonderful that's feeling. Still, that's still, I still have them. You know, I still, yep. I still keep them. You know, I've never looked at them for a bit, you know, for thirty odd years, but they're still in there somewhere, and they'll always be there. You know, so yeah. something I hand on to my sons. Yeah. But um, no, it was, it was, it was out of this world to think that. Um, uh, 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 Young kid from a place like Hart Hall could actually make it, you know. And um, there had been a couple of other players done it before, you know. But um, to me, it was it was something I always dreamed about, something I always wanted, and I was loving it. You know. And and you did get a few games on that tour. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I got and we played. I played in Hong uh, Israel. They, they, I got a, a job for for travelling, you know. And um, we, we arrived in Israel. I was, I was actually playing that night in Israel. Yep. And this thing, the jab, the thing flared up, and I was under medical attention for for the. I never even got to go go to the game. I had to stay in the hotel. So it's just an it, allergic reaction to it. It was. A, it was. Um, from there, we went to um, um, Hong Kong. Uh, I was. I played in the first game in Hong Kong. I got injured in that game. I got, come come off. Then we went to Australia. I played here, uh, New Zealand. And then Canada played there as well, so we got got a few games, you know. So it was good. You know? And and you come back to Berry, I guess, when you have an experience like that, it just adds to 
well, I guess, your skill set and your knowledge about the game, doesn't well, it? Well, the thing was, we'd, we'd gone down, you know, to the third division. And here am <laughs> I coming off a world tour, and at the end, of, you know, and you're thinking, yes, it's brilliant, but, you know, what, what's, 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 my, what's my future, you know? So um, I think I may have asked for a transfer at that particular moment, but I was in the papers and there was, all my, um, there was two or three asked for transfers. Um, um, I like, I like um, what do you call them? I mean, it was Manchester, Manchester United. Um, they, they, we, in the paper, the three years, I'd, I'd asked for a transfer, you know, but that never transpired. And so, yeah, you did, um, like you said, you were relegated... Um, that year from Division Two, but then got promoted straight back up again. So, how is um, sort of that division, the third tier of English football? How did it compare to sort of the the top division of Scotland? Yeah, it's well, it's, um, it's a lot, but lot, bit lower, you know. But um, yep. you know that. Uh, but um, the thing is, that a lot of clubs when they get relegated, it's, it's very, very difficult to come back up up again. And um, this is what happened with us. We, we come straight back up. Um, I, I think I played nearly every game. I might have missed one game, but I, was a, I, I played the more, most games that, that, that season for Burry than anybody else. Yep. And um, we, we got, we got a, a, a few bob for winning the, the league as well, which helped, you know, and um, um, came in handy. And um, we were back in the second division again, which was... So did the um, Shaker fans, did they... Um Sort of like the way you played as well. Like you, yeah. you talked at Firhill that you know they loved your overlapping runs, yeah. and, and so did you. Never the, changed. The fans loved loved that type of yep. like, that type of football. They liked people who are they would like attacking and all the rest. Of it. And I, I never changed my game one little bit. I never did. You know, whole team I played across there, and um, it was like else. The managers just allowed you to do it. You and, know? and your um, you know, you spoke about that you wanted to always be a professional and sort of get those extra sessions in, that extra fitness, did you find that that came once yes. you became a professional? Yeah, it did. But again, but again, you were playing against players who were in a similar, similar, similar circumstances. So you know, it was um, sort of evened each other out a bit, you know, in a lot of respects, like, you know, because everybody else was more or less full-time in those days as well, you know. So um, was there a... Because for the rest of your time there um, at Berry, you then got relegated from Division 2 the, mm-hmm. the year that you went back up and then couple of years in division three but then went down to division four yeah. was there was there a time then um when you thought about going back to scotland yeah no not really I, with my wife my, my, my wife loved Burry, you know and she, she didn't want to leave Burry actually um it, it, i became captain of Burry and, and during this period because what, what was happening we were we were bringing through all these youngsters you know yep. with brilliant players but Burry never kept them they sold them straight on you know um, so at, they uh, never utilised what they developed. Well, we, we had Terry McDermott who went to New, went to um, Liverpool. Alec Lindsay was sold. To, they were sold for a hundred thousand um, pound. Um, Colin Bell had just left Bury before I went. He went to Manchester City. Colin Waldron was sold off to Arsenal, like it was, and um, Jimmy Kerr was sold to Newcastle. And this was this was the nucleus of our side. And these were all old young players coming through, and with a great side. And then this is the this is the consequences. We brought in players like Bobby Collins in the last two years of his playing career. Tommy White, he played with Aberdeen and Crystal Palace the last last year or so. Alec Dawson. They were all at the end of their careers. So do you think it was more economics it from was, the club to 
sell off their best assets to keep afloat. This, this was the problem, and this this was the biggest mistake. I, when, I, when I could see it, this was the biggest mistake I made. Um, I've come from you know that, that situation where I was always in the limelight as far as you know the Scottish papers and the TV, yep. everything was, was concerned there. That here we were, we're go, we were going up, we were going down, we were going back again, we were staying, we weren't going anywhere. Yep. And the, the, the club, the club just um, this this was it was a gut feeling, you know that. Um, what can you do? Because all these players, every one they got, and I'm talking, there were quite a number, making big money, £100,000 in those days was, was decent sort of money. And um, we're bringing in all these people who are At the past, end of their careers. Past, and paying them, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was terrible, you know. So um, over a number of those final years of Berry, were you, um, I guess, getting slightly frustrated? Yeah. With this approach by the club and different then managers, where we get, because of the circumstances, where managers yep. managers were changed regularly. You know, where you're getting different pe- people coming in, you weren't getting used with them. You know, they were only lasting a week well because results weren't coming, and bingo, they were gone. And then this is what happened with, at, at the end. I mean, the the the, 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 the just we just changed managers. I, I had a bad, a bad um, back injury. We, we were lifting weights at Bury, and, and then I think it was seventy two. And um, I was in hospital for on traction for a week, and I was I was it took me months to get back, I, but I definitely got I got over I got over it, and I come back into the first grade again. Yep. In '73, um, this, we changed managers again. This boat come back. I, I was actually playing at, at, the, at the end of that season. I was in the first grade. I was playing in the first grade, but he had, he had, um, what he had done. Brown, his name was. He had. Um, Arranged for somebody and got somebody else to come into Bury, a couple of players to come that following year. So I went in, you know, I was getting for asking for a ten pound, ten pound rise. Yeah. Because I I played about twenty odd games after my injury, you know. I thought, well, I'm back in the first grade. I'm I'm doing all right. And I, and your length of service. Yeah, length of the service. Club. The number of games that I played, I would played quite a, quite a lot, of number of games. So um, on that particular end of that season, we were getting, you know, my contract was up. I went in, I was asking for £10. This was my thing, you know, I want a yep. £10 payment. You got a free transfer. I've got somebody else coming in. And that, that was the biggest thing in my, my career, you know. I couldn't believe it. I was completely flabbergasted. And it was, so was all the other players. You sort know, of like, blindsided in a sense. Yeah, and I didn't, I, I took, it took me a while to go over that because that was a, the biggest disappointment I've had in my life, you know. This manager, he didn't, he'd never been there for that long, you know, and arrested, and he was making decisions on whether I'm going to be there or not being there, and and, and, and he left that, that, that next season, just like he'd, the rest of them had done before. So I guess uh, people tend to forget when they uh, read the newspapers or, or watch TV that, you know, it's people's livelihoods that are at stake here, and, and yep. for you and your family, you know, well, free, I'd, I'd, free I'd transfer three, means... I had three children then, you know, and, um, you know, and... Um, the thing, the only good thing I was, the house that Burry, I actually bought the house off them. It was mine. Okay. Yeah, but by that time, and then this is where the so gave us the money. So you that came. unencumbered and. Yeah, it was. It was all, so all at least you had people. that as. That's correct, uh, and so we had that as capital. Um, but the, the, the shock was, it was, it was summer. I took my way we felt to go over it because I, I was never expecting it. You know? So in that in that summer, is that when? Because there's a brief uh, mention on the internet that you were at. Fleetwood Town. Yeah. So it, is that? Did you Fleet, have to initiate that move? Or? Yeah. Well, the, the, the manager of Fleetwood Town was Tommy White, and that was Tommy was one of the ones who accompanied Buddy at the end of his days. Yep. 
and he'd actually contact me to, to, you know, to go across there. Um, what had happened, and once I left Bury, um, I didn't want to stay in Bury. I, I wanted to stay there. I, I didn't. I, I, I yep. couldn't. Couldn't be. I just didn't like being the fact that one minute I was, probably egotistic. I don't know, but, but it's part I, of the I, mental outlook. You know, yeah, I, I was. I have to work there. But anyway, I, um, I got a, 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 a land, land registry in Lytham, which is near Blackpool. Um, I got a job there, yep. back in the, the civil service again. So Tommy had said, well, you're here now, you come to Fleetwood with me, and that's what we did. So we actually moved to Blackpool after we sold the house in Bury. We moved to, we were in Blackpool for a, <coughs> a little while before we came to Australia. So you um, had pretty much, when you put on the free transfer, had sort of, I guess, spoke with Anne, your wife, or, and, or made a decision yourself to say, well, this is the end of my career? More or less, because, I mean, at that particular time, I mean, you'd be languishing in, in, in the bottom, bottom division. And you had a young family and young you needed feet. to support them? I had three children, yeah. And so I got that job. I played with Fleetwood part-time again. Yep. And, and so um, what, what tier of English football were Fleetwood Well, they, they, they're in the, like the, Lancash, the Lancash, yep. Lancashire um, league. The, the league, like, you know, there. And um, and it's it was it was a good good standard of football, you know. I mean, it was, wasn't it wasn't it nothing you know low. It was it was quite good, and I really enjoyed myself there. Tommy moved me from a full back into the midfield, and I, I loved it. I think again, my, my attacking skills come into the yep. situation, and I enjoyed that more than I did full back. So, <laughs> and it was it, it was it the uh, Fleetwood when Jim Kelly. Who had um, Jim Kelly was a, I don't know if you got any notes there, but he he was the, yeah. the one who had taken South Coast United yeah. to, to the the grand yeah, final. He, he'd come out in, um, I think it was either sixty or sixty one after the year before being part of Blackpool squad. That's correct. And they were a famous team in the fifties. Mm. It was Stanley Matthews and That's whatnot. Correct. So yeah, so he was. He lived in Blackpool. Okay. And then he, when he saw me playing at Fleetwood. He he approached Tommy White. So that was you know, the they'd, link. They'd, they'd say, I think we should send this bloke to, to Australia. And um, so well, did um, Kelly get in contact with you to yep. suggest this? Yep, we, 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 we spoke that Peter Wilson, who was who was um, played here, we, we, um, he, he was South Coast. Yep. He he was played by Australia. Yep. He was actually on, across in the UK on holiday. So I met him and Jim Kelly at Jim Kelly's house. Yep. And that's what I seen the contract the company to, to, to. So I think it. at that point in time, um, which we're talking, I guess near the end of seventy four, are we? Yeah, uh, the beginning of seventy four. The, 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 the probably the, the first two, two, two or three months in seventy four. Yeah. So I think at that point we in time, we came to Australia in, in April. South Coast United might have just changed their name to Safeway at the time. They were Safeway, whatever it was, you yep. know, that's like what it was, you know. So yeah. you then spoke to Ian and, and said, well, well there's this opportunity in Australia. And I'm all gone. <laughs> <laughs> Same scenario. <coughs> but <coughs> we were, we'd actually we'd been looking at getting a boarding house and, 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 um, and buying a boarding house in Blackpool. And maybe I was, I was back in it. Well, that time, that when, we, when, we, when I actually when we moved to um, Blackpool, I got a job back in the income tax at Blackpool yep. as well. I transferred from the land registry, so I was back in again. So, so back into your normal so vocation. I had that, that vocation, I had the, the, the part-time job at Fleetwood, and between the two incomes, it was, it was fantastic. You know. But we, we, were, we were actually looking for the member start got a, board, a boarding house and, and you know, around do, do that, and yep. we'd do the bed and breakfast, and I would do it, you know. But um, we're in the looking looking at something like that when this this offer come along, and I thought, well, it's only for two years. Yep. We may as well go. We, you know, the, 
the contract was, you know, it was um, looked looked good and all the rest of it, you yep. know. And so that that was it. So we, we, we decided to come, and um, we Take arrived. Take that here. leap of faith and yeah. And but if the contract was that the when we arrived here, it was wasn't it worth the money it was written on. So um, how did you come out here? Um, we, we flew. Yep. Yeah, and um, we arrived at the airport, and um, there's um, people. There were people there getting processed, and and she, she come up, and um, this lady called, come up, AIS, and I said no. Yep. And she says, "Are you sure?" I said, "No, I'm not AIS. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm come come here to play f soccer." There are two people. There are people are picking me up. You know, from from um, from Safeway. And um, anyway, she asked me a couple of times, and I, d I didn't even know what AIS was, you know. And anyway, these two blokes had arrived from this big limousine, picked on and myself up and the three kids and brought us back to to um, Wollongong, yep. uh, to Fairy Meadow. <coughs> In the contract, I had a three-bedroom house. I had um, my, my, my usual things, my wage, my, my bonus, my... The return ticket, everything was all in there in this three-bedroom house. Anyway, we arrived, and it was the old days when you come down the old road from, you know, there was no motorway in those days, yep. and I thought, where are we going, you know? And the rain was absolutely pelting down. So we get to this this thing, we pulls in, and this one of them said to me, he says, oh, he says um, it's not exactly a three-bedroom house, but it's, um, it's a three-bedroom accommodation. <laughs> We get in this place. It's it's the hostel. I, I get in the car and it's um, we were letting this man, manager of us who was actually a, a, a Scotsman, and um, he hands me a key with A, B, and C on it, you know. And we go out at half a nissing hot. Well, I, I lost the head, you know. My and this rain was coming down. It was hitting the ground. I'm not kidding. It was coming back up. It's pouring. Anne was bawling. I want to go home. And so I, I grabbed this boy and I pinned him against the wall. I said, "If you think that's what's going to, you brought me here for me." And I know I was, I was, I was. You no, what, what brought the silence was my, the two sons. <laughs> they, they'd been had a look, look at this place. Dad, Dad, they've got outside toilets. <laughs> that made me worse. <laughs> anyway, calm down. We go calm down. Down. We go in. We're in for a night. And um, this, this, the, apparently this little Scottish boy, you, you could see what was happening. The manager, he was running the, the hostel. The next day, um, we got a visit um, from, he, he said, um, David, Ch their David, David Childs. Childs, he says, this, this, this estate agent's come to see you, you get in your house. And I thought, thank God for that. I was going, couldn't you stay in here any longer? But unknown to us, um, David Childs was linked with Balgowney. Balgowney, and he would say, um, you know, he said, I'll show you the house. So he took us, they took it, and I know Stephen Hesford to come with us. Uh, he'd come from Fleetwood as well. Yep. He, he watched, he watched the, the, the children while we went, when we went. And um, he says, I'm a, I'm a state agent, but I've got, I'm linked with Balgowney. And he says, well, we'll give you, um, we want you to join our club. We'll get, and he, he says, we'll agree the same contract, everything. So he showed us the house. We, uh, we, got the contract drawn up and I signed the contract with him. So that was it, we moved out. Uh, Safeway were looking for us, they couldn't find us, you know, and all the rest of it. And um, we'd, I was on papers everywhere, I was on one TV, I was on everything. 
Um, apparently, what the, the the problem was, so they, they told me that I went to see a, I went to saw a match one match, you know, on a Sunday when when yep. we arrived, and um, they said you're thirty year old, and I said yeah. See, but they told me that you, you, they told us you were twenty eight, and I thought well, ability wise, it's no <laughs> difference <laughs> to me. I, I watched the game and I thought well, if I can't play any better than these boys, I mean, yeah. you know. Uh, and see, no, but but ability was was never there was no there was no question with him. It was my age, and I thought I think that at that time you know they folded not long after that, and I think it was uh, the problem was that they were getting in, in themselves into that, that sort of situation. Digging themselves into a financial hole. They were. Um, they only showed us one um, unit in North, North Wollongong. Yep. It was a, it was a dump, honestly, and I thought no, this is it. I'm not going. Yeah, and they arranged for me to go to. Um, to uh, BHP, the bloke yep. turned up at the hostel where we were. I told them to go away. I was I was going to f- sort myself out, and, um, and this is when child when, when David Charles come down. They turned up. I got the same contract with them to play in the second division with Balgowney. <laughs> the standard there was it was wasn't up to wasn't up to much either, like you know. So it was a, a lot easier for me, you know. And, and that was ended. So that um, I think. Um, we're talking the 74 season. 74. And, and I think um, from what I could find, your debut was um, um, in April um, yep. in that second division versus Marrickville, and it was a 2-1 win. Yep. Um, what were your, I guess, thoughts of... Um, you told us a bit about the second division then, but what about um, on the uh, on the committee of Balgowney? So um, the grounds um, moved, uh, I think, a bit more south than what it used to be. Yeah. Um, how how was uh, Balgowney and tell us a bit about the ground and and the club at that point in time. It had an old tin shed as, yeah, as a stand. Yeah, that's so. correct. No, I, 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 it's just everyone else. You know, the ground the ground wasn't bad actually. You know, yep. it was a decent decent ground. You know, and um, it's everyone else. I mean, you know, I mean, you just go on with the go on with life. You're there to play a game and you you, you play it. You know, and and um, no, I never felt that that at all. Balgowney was a was a decent club, and the people were were quite good, you know. And, and so, really some of the it. players that you were playing with at the time, because you were coached um, in in that year by George Ramage, that's correct, who's a, a former keeper and yeah. and did well with South Coast United and mm-hmm. in the in the federation as well. So, how was George as a well, as a manager? Good. good, very good. You know, we got to know George pretty well. We're big, big, very good friends with George. You know, that that, that went then. Well, I've grown apart now since we come to Kaima, but I still bump into them every now and again. Yep. Um, no, it was wonderful. You know, I, I really got on well. And um, they, they were, uh, during the, the, sea, the, the period at Balgowney, they, they brought in a few, um, you know, people like Scot- the Scotch and English and everything that as well, you know. So it was Terry Hurley. And Terry Hurley was there. And, um, you know, um, Dennis Patterson, who yep. was, was uh, linked with Tarawana for quite a while. And all the yep. rest. So uh, Eric Freem. There was, there was, there was a, there was a, it was great. I got the, the, the blokes were, were just like you found yep. at any place, you know. Once you started playing with them, it was, it was, it was, you know, you settled in. And you know? so, how were you and and the family uh, transitioning into into Australian life? I guess for you, it's a bit easier because yeah. you're playing football, so straight away you've got people you can interact with, training during the week yeah. and playing on the weekends. But how did your family go settling into Wollongong? It was hard for them. She, she left uh, 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 six sisters and, and two brothers, and I'd left um, two brothers and two sisters with parents still alive at that yep. particular time. Um, we didn't have a car. Um, we were in the process of, you know, that, that thing and that. And uh, it was your three children, well, I think we're under the, we'll only be about um, 
seven, I think, maybe six, seven or something like that. But it was three young children, and um, they were all, you know, it was hard for her. And and where did um, Dave Childs and the club end up getting you the the house? Where was that situated? Yeah, that was the Miller Brothers were the were the, mm-hmm. were the, were the, the sponsors. So, yep. Um, just just across where the frat is near the frat. So it wasn't too far to, to go to training yeah, at Bowgani right, Sports know, Oval. They they are the one the corner the, the corner block there as you turned into a flat coming yep. from you know, and um, the house was beside the beside the, the thing mate. So that was a. That was better than the hostel, let's put it that way, you know. And I guess you're, you're sort of in that sort of coming into sort of spring and, and summer yep. um, and, you'd, I, you know, I don't know when you toured um, in 67 but and you probably didn't get much time to do much sightseeing but did you, apart from that isolation from a support network, did you like the area and, yeah. and yeah. were really enjoying the that and the, sense? The view, the view. When once we saw the view from, I wonder where I was going when we came here, but when we saw the view from the top. Of, pass, yeah. it was it was it opened up a, you know, you couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Like it just it was like a new world, and um, that that's, that settled, it settled me down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> as, I, as I said, I didn't know where I was going, so that, I, I worked into that. I actually got a job at BHP. Yep. Um, I was Off your own bat? On the staff. I went, went and seen them. And um, that, they were originally going to take me there, Safeway, but I, I, I refused. So I, I went and saw BHP, and I, I got a job to, to, on, on the staff there, due to my previous scene, you know, like being a yep. tax officer and things like that. And I was, I was there for about oh, probably about 15 years, you know, with BHP. And um, no, it was, it was good. We, we, we brought other people in. Um, Frank Haffey come down. He played with Celtic. Yep. Um, Johnny Lavin played. He, he played there. You know, it was, it was it was a good mix. Follow Connor come in. Yep. Kevin Perkins. A lot of these people come in, and it was it was a real friendly club. You know, it was it was it was, it was good. because in that time, um, just so the listeners are aware that I think in what was it? Um, let me have a look at my notes here. But in 74, 75, it was Bowgani, and I yeah. think in 75, Bowgani had merged with Safeway or... Yeah. Um, Safeway folded. Folded, and then, yeah, and then and and a few but, of the players had come in. And what happened, we took their place. We moved from Bowgani to Bowles Paddock. We had yep. the, the, the soccer club, the, 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 the club then, yep. you know. It's all part and parcel of that. Um, we, and we, we actually played from Bowles Paddock. So, so how, was that, that, how was that year? Because um, it's a bit weird in soccer where you just... Sort of a folded club, sort of their best players come into the squad. Um, for you, it was fine. It was just yeah, no, no problem at all. We we, we had a decent side in those yeah. days, you know, because um, as I say, we we, we got um, quite a number of players. George, George was still the manager when we arrived there, but, but he, he got sacked. And then Herbie, he, he, he Herbie got, Williams he, came in. Then Herbie Williams came in. Herbie was a was a great he was a great bloke. He took over the coaching, uh, quite knowledgeable. And um, we 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 done very well on 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 that period, you know. It was um, and I think a transition. That was the first transition from say Balgownie Safeway to coming on Wollongong side. City, yeah. Well, seventy seventy six and seventy seven, you played for what was Wollongong City, and That's did correct. you then play at Wollongong? At no, no. We played we, we played still at, at, still at, we were at Balls Park. Um, we we played um, with teams from Newcastle, the the league that up yep. here, Marconi. Yep. St George, all, all that type of stuff. So we were actually in the league that Safeway had vacated. So we then became the, virtually the first Wollongong, Wollongong City. And and from your perspective, you know, you're 
you're in your early 30s, you're mm-hmm. still playing well, yeah. still in that sort of... I noted in some of the newspaper articles that I could find that you were sometimes playing in a midfield position. That's good. Is that I, right? I, I'd moved to midfield there. So were you enjoying that? Yeah, I was. So because it, it, it was giving, giving me the freedom. The uh, license uh, the, to the, attack more. The and standard was, was, wasn't as, as good as what, what I had been in, and uh, yeah. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was good. You know, I mean, I, I, I quite enjoyed my stay with them because... It, we still played the, the the teams in Sydney and all the rest of it, you know. But I've I felt good, you know. I was, and so uh, I'm not too sure um, what had happened then to Wollongong City in '77, um, but then you um, moved to Fernhill as a, a yeah. player coach in '78. '78. So um, what had transpired there from '77 to '78? Because there was a three years until probably. Wollongong City, the Wolves, mm-hmm. came into being in the NSL, uh, the PSL at the time. So there was no state league teams apart from maybe um, Wollongong United and then Ferry Meadow in 1980. So um, did Wollongong City fold in 1977? The Kimmel came in at an end and they were transferred or transplanted to go and get up. <clears throat> Um, Wollongong, the Wollongong, Wollongong Wolves, more or less, were trying. They were trying to get trying into, to get into the national league. National league. And so, <coughs> at that point in time, um, you had accommodation in Ferry Meadow. Is that when you moved to Taraji or the, the, we, we, we moved um, with the, the, the from accommodation we, we, we um, and the, the, from Millers we, we we moved out and we went in our unit yep. and on just along from the Catholic Church at um, Ferry Meadow. Yep. Because we're always going to go back, you know. We're always going to two go back years. for two years. Because this is now, we're sort of three and a bit years in. But the thing was, um, Anne became pregnant with, with her fourth child. So we thought, well, we're kind of living in a unit. We've got to buy a house. Yep. And that was, that was the, the transformation. We, we bought a house in Colgong Crescent. Yep. And, um, in Taraji there. In Taraji. And um, and that was the start. The boys were, were at school. They were playing soccer. They were, they were playing cricket and... And, um, sort of entrenched in. This was it, you in, know, in the society. Uh, yeah. But so but again, we were still we were still looking at going back in two years' <laughs> time. So, but um, funnily enough, when my my, my dad that um, in that period um, when we, after we moved to Taraji, we, we, we saw a house in Wanuna. Yep. And I actually sold the house in Colgong Crescent, and we were in the process of moving to 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 Wanuna. And I'd taken the two girls back for a holiday to Britain. Yep. And Kevin and, and, my, and the, t- the two boys and myself were still here. We were in the transition uh, to Britain to, to move. And um, just an early transition. And I got a phone call saying my dad had a heart attack. And I thought, well, you know, we're, this is this is it. You know, I went and saw the bloke at uh, Manuna and says, look, I'm not buying the house. I'm, yep. I'm, I have to go home. And I thought to myself, well, that's the end. I, I, I would probably just stay there, see when we're all back there. Yep. I gave my car to friends and furniture, some furniture to friends. They kept that for me, just in case things would worked out. Went back and I said to the two boys, um, my dad recovered. Uh, I said to the two boys, well, now we're here, we'll just stay here. And they said, no, I want to go home, Dad. I said, why do you go back to Australia? So that, that was the end of that. We came back to Australia. Uh, my dad died no long after that, when I was at, um, actually at... Um, I think it might have been at Fernhill. It was in 2019. Uh, I can't remember now, but um, he actually died no long after that, yeah, after the thing. So we come back, and um, we were looking, we were renting a place in Coromel, and um, 
the price of houses have went up, you know, by a few thousand. I'd spent a few thousand on the airfares because of the, you yeah. know, just having to jump on a plane. It was pretty, quite pricey. And funny enough, well, Anne was looking through the papers and <laughs> her old house, this lady, <laughs> she was still selling the house again. <laughs> so a daughter and her, she'd come to be with her daughter, but it didn't work out. So she rung her up. She says, um, oh, you yeah, you were, she says, you were very good with me. She says, I'll give you the house back yeah. at the same price. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we bought the house. So uh, in this time, um, you moved to Fernhill. How did that move come about? Because you were a player coach there. Yeah, they, 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 uh, Fernhill had approached me. And, yep. and, uh, sorry, Fer, uh, Fernhill had approached me. And um, I thought, well, you know, yeah, I'll go. And then it went, went pretty well. Well, I think I finished up. Start, yeah, you start, got to the grand final qualifier of the final against Tara and they beat you. But yeah. No, and we got to about third place in the league and it was, yeah. wasn't it too bad. And I thought, well, this will do me. You know, I'd had my job at, uh, at Steelworks. I was, I was doing yep. pretty well. I was advancing through that. And, and were I, they still at Pop Arrington then, or they yeah. moved down to Toronto? No. no? no. Yeah, sorry, uh, uh, they moved down to, um, to, to near the where yeah, the beach was. Ray Robinson Oval. Yeah, Ray Robinson Oval. Uh, and then. So what did that, you what did you think of the standard of the well, IDSA top tier? You know. Well, I was, it was it was reasonable. It was when dealing from my point of view, it was it was a, it was pretty reasonable for me, yep. you know. And you had no problems. Um, this was your first time, you know. I think um, you had Herbie Williams, Ramage, and Kevin Perkins in '77. But yeah. so for you, is, was coaching something that you wanted to do, or it was just part of the what they'd it, offered you to do? It was part. It was, it was a player coach job, you yep. know. And um, I've been through enough training sessions to, you know, to, to you know, I knew how to handle players, you know, and, and I was quite happy with that. And um, and you still and, knew and, how and, to play. I, so. I knew how to play, and I, I was controlling things on the, on the ground because I was playing sweeper in those days. Yep. Um, which Herbie Williams had took me back to sweeper, which I really enjoyed. And I had, um, you know, some if you had a decent player in front of you, well, that was it, you know. And it was easy. And um, so I thought this is this is this is brilliant. And there's a season at Fernhill, and then Fairy Meadow contacted me. Yeah. We'd actually beat Fairy Meadow at, 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 at North Wollongong when, when we were Fernhill. The Bob Beathick was, he contacted me and, and says, Would you like to come and coach Fairy Meadow? Yep. So I thought, Yeah, well, you know, it was more money. Um, I went there. Because the guys yeah. on the committee there, Frank Saladino, Walter Chishkin. Walter Chishkin. Um, the only thing about Fairy Meadow was it was it was um, it was um, Italian based, as you know, with the yep. fraternity club. You know, a big, a big decent backing, but the, the, I think they wanted to keep it Italian. You know, when I came, I sort of, you know, worked my way through and got the team that I wanted. You wanted the best players, and I got the best players. I, I brought some players with me, you know, yep. and I, um, I, I picked the ones that I wanted. And we, the first season there, we, we went through undefeated. Yep. We won the grand final. Yeah, you, you um, did the double, so did, you couldn't did, do anything else. You know? But they, they, they always wanted me to come to their meetings, this, this 20-odd board to faceless people that I never met before, you know. <laughs> and I, ref, I just refused. I'd say to them, you know, if, if things are going not going right, I'm quite happy to come and, and meet you and answer questions. Uh, but, but I'll run the club. I'm running, I was running the club my way. No, yep. no, no, you were... I wasn't picking just 11 Italians because they were fair, yeah. fair, I wanted a side... The best that, team to win to, the game. To win. And, this, and, I, and I worked my way through that, and, and this is what I did. The second season, we won the league again. We won the grand final. Um, the third, I, I, I signed on for another, the, 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 those three years there. They, they eventually transferred them um, They went to from, the state league, They went to they? the state league and, 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 and thingway. We, we finished third in the state league, 
and we won the grand final again. And so the next year, I was just um, waiting for the phone call to say, well, you know, now I got a phone call for you, Walter, Walter Chiskin. Um, you, you've not got the job. <laughs> I thought, and he's, he's buggers, you know, he's, yep. he's, he's kidding me on, like, you know. And I said, Pulling your leg. No, it wasn't right. The, 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 this first nameless board had got their way, apparently, and they brought in Casey De Bruyne. Um, who had, Who's very Italian. <laughs> and who had taken Dapto down <laughs> that season. So, anyway, uh, go over all that, and next minute, Tommy Kay was at the door. Yep. Hey, I'm going, I want you to sign a three-year contract. Here's the terms. <laughs> Couldn't you fault the money? You know, the rest of it. So I went and met the, 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 the manager of the, the, the Dapto um, Lease Club. Yep. They were the sponsors then. With Tommy, and we sat down and we discussed it and we told him what the thing was. He offered me this three-year contract, and I was almost delighted with the contract. So I just signed for him. You know, and that, and so they, they were in that um, the, 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 the second tier or the, 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 the under the Premier League. Under the Premier League, yeah. And so you had, um, you know, a couple of seasons. Uh, three years there. And then, so you played in that first season. It didn't seem, from the records that I had, that you played the first two games in '83, but didn't play anymore. I, injured, I got injured, you yep. know, and that was that was the end of me. When, 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 and that, that was the downfall because I wasn't, I was no longer on the pitch. I wasn't controlling the team. I yep. wasn't, wasn't doing all these things. We'd, we'd done pretty well. We, we, we'd won the Coromolese knockout that first year, which was something. You know, was yeah, for, we'd for got to the we got to the grand final, and I, I think Orella beat, beat us. You know, but I, I wasn't wasn't playing at that time. This was the biggest problem that I had um, yep. because I was, as I say, I wasn't controlling the game on the field. I was trying to do it from the sideline, and it was it was it different was kettle of different fish. Kettle of fish. The second season, I think we won the grand final, um, and we came up back up to Premier League. the Premier League. We started off the, the third season and we had, had a, a really good side. We I really had. You know, we, we, we got all this together. You know, a couple of Davises, young Maka Davis and, yep. and Robbie Davis, a brilliant player. We, 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 we um, played John, uh, South, uh, what do you cry on? John Bingham's team in a friendly. We, we really hammered them, you know, and... Uh, and we we I thought this is going to, this is great. We've gone, we started off the the, the the season. We won the first game uh, against Barilla. We drew with Fernhill down yep. at um, Dapto. Things were going great, and Reggie Chilby, who had played with me, um, Ferry Meadow, Ferry Meadow, and he was a type of player and you know, you know, was a good player. He he actually had, had come back and and I'd, I'd got him to come to Dapto and I signed him. But he never. He only lasted with one one game, and he took it off. This caused a bit of problems because I dropped. A, a, I brought him into the side, and I dropped one one um, a, a player, and that didn't go down well. We were leading three one at Bulleye in the third game, and got beat six three, I think it was, you know. Wow. And this was me making the change, and you know? so the the, the um, Morrow and Bruno they both left and went to Fig Tree because of that. And, there was a young player called Mirko Solo who was a lovely player and, and he, he wasn't pulling his weight. He was, he, he was against that firm south side. He was, he was causing problems and I, I dropped him. He disappeared. So this is where it all started yep. to go apart. I wasn't playing. I wasn't. We went through about something like about six centre-halves and, and that, 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 oh, wow. one after the other. You would, it was just a, a thing, something you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe. <laughs> and then, and then we, were getting, we weren't doing well in the league. We came back at the end, 
but um, and, uh, for a period through in that film, starting from a, this is going to be a wonderful season. Yep. It fell apart and then came back a little bit, but that, that was it for me. Once that was finished, uh, my three years was up, and I just completely left call that day. So no more coaching. No. I was working full time. I had four kids in, and um, you know, and um, I was doing. I had done, done a lot of overtime at, at, at um, BHP. Yep. Um, Anne was br- virtually bringing the family up. You know, yep. she was the one that was. Um, we'd sit down every now and again, and you know, but I was. And, and it, was, it was just one of those things that um, you know. I, did, I thought no, it's time. And, and I walked time. away. And I walked away. So when you. Um when you were in Australia here and you had boys as well, were you coaching junior teams as well? Or? I, 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 I coached at the Fairhill under six. I, I took them, took them on under sixteens, you know. And yep. I, I know we, Anne and I, we we we, we spent with a yellow big yellow sub uh, station wagon. We we <laughs> carted about ten of these blokes. One of the players, uh, um, dad's, um, gave, gave us a hand, and that was about the extent of it. The parents didn't want to know. But we we that was that was a great great period of time that one you know we really loved it but we, our car was full every week, did coaching these these kids and on and on I really enjoyed it you know what I mean like you know so it's so when you um, uh, reflect on it um, I guess even before I asked to to interview you were uh, you must be very proud um, first and foremost of representing your country because yep. that's a huge honour in anyone's yep. life doesn't matter what sort of sport or um, any other sort of vocation in life, so that must have been one of your proudest moments. It to, was, you know. To we came from a, a, a mining family, which everybody was in the same boat. We didn't have yep. much, we did very little actually. Um, lived in a small mining town, which had about four pit heads round about it, yep. all gone now. But um, I mean, it was it wasn't it wasn't easy, you know. And to think you could come from that to to to, to you know. And when I want to see what what. what uh, What's happened with, with, with two Anne's dad, with my dad, what they got beside, beside each other on the coal yep. face. It would be a, a proud thing for them, you know, to see how the family and that's doing now, like, you know. Because what, what, what coming from those humble beginnings, everybody's doing well, you know. Back then, the term working class meant working class. Working class, mate. It was, it was, um, it was hard, yeah. And what about your, your professional career with Partick and, and Berry and... And to a lesser extent here, um, it was sort of semi-professional here, but mm-hmm. you must be proud that, you know, I guess you could go back now to Partick and, and hold your head up high and even bury as oh, well. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, I, I think I've done, I've done, you know, in, in those years at Bury and at the time I played there, the number of games I played, it, so it shows that uh, well, I was, it wasn't the... I wasn't coming in and out. I was there, yep. and, if I, and, and you were a team captain. And when the back back injury, with that, with that, I was out for months and months. Always had to fight to come back. Um, at Fir Hill, you know the the, the the clubs were actually great clubs. You know, yep. they never bury. I'll give them that one. Their due. We, we travelled first class. We had our own private bus. We had we travelled with the trains, but we stayed in the same hotels as. Manchester City and Manchester United. The top clubs at the time. Everyone was a la carte. Well, you, you know, they would we'd go away for a week to Torquay, we'd, you know, a week to Blackpool. Yeah. Or, or the, the, you know, it's, everyone was laid on, you know. And the, the, the management of Buddy, uh, it was, it was, Buddy was probably the worst move for me. Yeah. Um, I came from a situation where there was a, a number of clubs in, when I was in, in party. Were, they were linked with me, you know. I was, I was in the, I was in the papers. I was, yep. I was, I was, you know, well looked after as far as the, the, the newspapers was concerned. When I and I got married, we were never national, 
you know, things like that we got engaged, we were on the first the page, front page. When yeah. I got my caps, Kevin, Kevin was on the full back page. We come from that to Burry, where it was just a Burry Times. Yeah. And um, things like that, and, and, and it, um, it, it disintegrated. It started off well at Burry, coming back up from the third division into the second. second division. I thought, well, this, this is fine because at least I'm here and clubs might still look, 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 look to, you know, and have a look and see if I can. I can I thought maybe I could still progress, but when we started selling all those players off and, and things went coming to a crunch and money just seemed to disappear, I don't know where it went, but hundreds of thousands of pounds and we were bringing in all these people who should never have been brought in, you know. So um, maybe uh, in hindsight, and it's easy to say it in hindsight, that you, uh, when you got called into the boardroom at party, then maybe you should have thought about it, thought about it a bit more, yeah. but... It still set you up financially. So that was all, but the, the thing and, was, and uh, helped the family a great deal as well, though. Yeah, I think with the, the fact that you know that amount of money, you know, as I say, I was earning very little. Huge was, amount of money. amount of money to, to me, it was, you know, yep. and um, and I could see this was the start. We were starting a life out, one one child, yep. and I thought this is opportunity. I'm going to go full time. I've more more chance of getting recognised down there and, and probably up here, yeah. as, you know, and all of this. But. Having said that, I still still, still enjoy my, my time at Burry. I really enjoyed it. We had a great bunch of blokes there, and we all got on well, and I loved it, you know. And and I guess your dad's advice about um, keeping part-time at party allowed you to gain enough experience that when you then went to Fleetwood or then came out to Australia, mm. to BHP, that you could then have the ability to go, it's well, this it. is my resume, yep. that, you know, I... I'm not just out here to do a and not a disrespecting nor disparaging blue collar job, but you had a resume that you could okay. and I yeah, and a skill set to get a, get a good job. And I did get a good job. And yep. I'm BHP. I, I, I'd, I'd done well at BHP, and, and then I, I left BHP. I went to uh, run the place at Ashbolts at Fairy Meadow. Yep. Um, and then I went from there into and, and actually I got a job later on in life. With a health fund, she was with um, NIB. Yep. Then she went to AHM, and um, I actually ended up in AHM, AHM in the last few years. My my, my thing with, and it was one. We both retired on the same day and called <laughs> it a day. Yeah. And and what about um, the Australian part of your life, which is still ongoing here in Kaimo? It's the best we've ever made. You know, two years. And mm-hmm. then um, your wife was reluctant at first. and The, the first night, it, it, it seemed a disaster. At the hostel, yeah. But um, it's been the best move ever I made. I guess, you know, from having one of the, was it one of the Birch brothers? Well, whatever it was, I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> which one it was. Up against, just, you know, above, a, yeah. a Nissan hut. And then um, how <coughs> yeah. it's turned around. You, you must be um, pretty proud of how your life's turned out here yeah, in Australia. Well, the, 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 the family's done well. The, the, my grandchildren are doing well. So I mean, when that was going to happen back in back in the UK, I'm quite happy, and and uh, I think it's been as I said, uh, I'll never go back. I'll, you know, I'd love to go back for a holiday, but yep. um, this has been, been the best part of our, of our life. So, uh, if there was some uh, some great memories of, um, I guess, your times in in football, what would you apart from the Scotland's? Representing your country, is there other games that sort of stick out in your in your mind that you go, yeah, I remember that when you look back at your career. Yeah, I, I suppose there is. I think you know sometimes you, when you played when you played against Celtic Rangers, when you, when you come off the park and you've been given a good write up and yep. you knew you had done pretty well, 
it was um, you know it was a big big thing for me you know because. Um, they were there with the B and Endo, you know. I was actually linked with Celtic at one time, but I don't know what happened. But um, but um, that was a, that those those were the games that you remembered, you know. But um, it's the same here. I mean, at Fairy Meadow, it was brilliant to, you know. The, yeah, the, 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 I've seen a picture things. of yourself and Mick Richardson. I think yeah. it was either the '78 or '79 Grand Final. Um, I think one grand final you came back from three one against Tarawana. Tarawana, but ten and, men. And then it's just you and him and and uh, holding we, the cup and and we, we, it was just we, ecstatic. The thing was, we, 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 they were we were player coach and all that, but we were good friends. We still yeah. are, you know. I mean, this, this is the, the memories you, you hold on to, you know. All those players, you know, you don't see them every day now, but you know. When, when you was, do see them, we, you start we, off we, fresh. We, okay, it's like you know, it was like yesterday, you know. I mean, like you know, it's. Um, and that, that, that they were good times. Fairy Meadow was good times. Um, even Dapto, you know. Yep. I mean, I've no regrets. Fern Hall. Um, you get on with everybody. I mean, you, you, I knew I, I knew everybody up up, up up there. You know, since they come to Kaim, I've, you know, you don't get the, the same news. But um, it was well known. But I knew everybody up up up, up in the, the north there, and uh, it's, oh, I can't complain. Well, uh, life's been pretty good to me. Well, again, I'd like to uh, thank you and your wife uh, mm. for giving me this time and, and, and a huge amount of respect and appreciation for letting me come into your house and, and talk to you. So uh, thank you very much Thanks for being so here. Greatly very much. appreciate it. Okay, mate. Thank you. Very good. I appreciate you, the listener. Thanks for listening and our next episode will be available very soon. I'm your host, Travis. Bye for now.